How is it possible that it's already August? We hope you are enjoying your summer. Back by popular demand is our AirPods Pro giveaway. Members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts, which you get by becoming a member. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of August, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code bonus content, one word, at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code bonus content. Thank you for your support. It's August 2nd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cottonor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted by a grand jury on four counts related to his efforts to overturn Joe Biden's election victory after the riot at the U.S. Capitol in 2021. The indictment accuses Trump of conspiring to defraud the United States obstructing an official proceeding, attempting to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiring against people's civil right to have their vote counted. If convicted on the most serious charge, Trump could face up to 20 years in prison. The indictment also implicates six unnamed co-conspirators, including figures like Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. Despite the legal troubles, Trump remains a frontrunner in the 2024 GOP presidential race. Join us later today for additional analysis on the Trump indictment. Russia launched an attack on Ukraine's main inland port, Ismail, across the Danube River from Romania, damaging a grain silo and causing global food prices to rise. The port served as the main alternative route for Ukrainian grain exports after Russia imposed a de facto blockade on Ukraine's Black Sea ports in mid-July. The attack is part of a series of strikes by Russia on Ukrainian agricultural and port infrastructure in retaliation for Ukrainian strike on a bridge to Crimea. As a result of the attacks, Ukraine's grain exports for the month were down 40% from June. The situation has raised concerns about potential food crises and a hunger in poor countries that rely on Ukrainian grain exports. Niger has announced the reopening of its borders with several neighboring countries a week after the coup that removed democratically elected President Mohamed Bazoum from power. The borders with Algeria, Burkina Faso, Mali, Libya, and Chad have been reopened. The coup has raised concerns among foreign powers and led to discussions within the regional bloc ECOWAS about potential military action if the elected president is not reinstated. European countries have started evacuating their citizens from Niger, and Germany's defense minister assured the safety of German soldiers in the country. Despite the coup, Western military intervention to restore democracy has been ruled out to avoid perceptions of new colonization. Niger is a significant producer of uranium, 
and the EU Commission has stated that it has sufficient inventories to manage any short-term supply risks. Elsewhere, more than 250 Europeans were evacuated from Niger on a plane sent by France amid tensions following the recent coup in the country. The evacuations came after Burkina Faso and Mali vowed to defend Niger's new military junta if other regional countries intervened to reinstate the ousted president, Mohamed Bazoum. The situation has raised concerns about a potential regional conflict, with the economic community of West African states threatening possible military action to force Bazoum's reinstatement. France's evacuation is part of the escalating crisis in the region, where several countries have experienced military takeovers in recent years. The situation also impacts Niger's uranium reserves, a crucial resource for Europe's energy system. North Korea has responded to outreach from the United Nations Command regarding the United States soldier Travis King, who crossed the border inside the demilitarized zone in July. The Pentagon confirmed that North Korea acknowledged receiving the request for information about King, but did not provide any substantial progress or details. King, a U.S. Army private, had broken away from a tour group at the DMZ and crossed into North Korea on July 18th instead of boarding his flight back to the United States. U.S. officials have expressed concern about King's well-being, and an investigation into his actions is ongoing. An armed attack took place at Sweden's honorary consulate in Izmir, Turkey, where a Turkish employee was seriously wounded. The attack was carried out by a mentally disabled person, according to the local governor's office. The incident occurred outside the consulate, and the wounded woman, who worked as a secretary, was in critical condition. Turkish authorities detained the assailant with a gun, and initial reports suggest the attack may be linked to a dispute about the visa application process, with no indication of any political motive. The Swedish consul general is expected to travel to Izmir for more information, and the Swedish foreign ministry is in close dialogue with the consulate general in Istanbul and its staff in Turkey. In lighter news, a man from Massachusetts, Paul Bashaw, won a $1 million lottery prize just three days after announcing his retirement. He had worked for the same employer for over 20 years and decided to retire, and shortly after, he purchased a $5 million 100 times cashwood scratch-off lottery ticket, winning the million-dollar prize. Bashaw, a truck driver turning 66 soon, said he never expected to win the lottery and plans to use some of his winnings to travel. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.